Genre. to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and celebrate the movie Spider-Man one firefighting minute at a time. I'm Zach Luna. I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm uh, Kevin Miller, improviser from Austin, Texas. Hi, guys. Hey, thanks welcome, for being here, Kevin. Kevin. Welcome, welcome. Happy to be uh, here. Today, yeah, today Kevin's joining us for Minute 83, which begins with sort of a, uh, a sun-soaked New York City shot before fire trucks run through and ends... With an explosion from one of the windows and a mother howling in despair at the tragedy that's unfolding <laughs> above, yeah. above her, her baby just blew up. Yeah, we, <laughs> this really is the um, you. You should have said one apparent death of a baby minute at a time. <laughs> oh, I guess yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was so, and I was excited because I was uh, like the timing of this perfect, uh, and I was like, oh, this is a nice encapsulated little one minute action scene, and right at the last second, yeah. Spider Man's going to jump out, but no, a fireball jumped out, and the woman no, screamed. No fireball. De- Without context, this is a much darker, like, short film than uh, I was expecting to. <laughs> this to should look totally at today. be a short film. <laughs> <laughs> the, the failure of oh. heroism. <laughs> you ever see those, uh, is it Peanuts, where they would uh, print peanut strips, but only the first two panels and not the third panel, and made it like a really dark and grim comic strip? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, wow. That sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. I only know it's about like that the... Garfield without Garfield. Yeah, that's the only one I know about. <laughs> Similar to Garfield yeah. without Garfield. So that's what we got today. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All set up, no payoff. So... <laughs> Uh, so starting at the beginning, uh, the skyline shot in our last episode, we were talking about the big sort of bombastic romantic music that we're coming off of because of course, minute 82 is the big upside down kiss. Yeah. So we're just coming off of that and coming into this and we get this big romantic Elfman score and then it does this weird transition into like a minor key to set up <laughs> this scene. And I just, I don't think I've, it's ever occurred to me how weird this transition <laughs> yeah. from the upside down kiss to just like Spider-Man, you know, showing up at a random fire. Well, like, yeah. this, it's a weird transition. The scene seems misplaced in the movie. Cause we already had the little montage scene of him saving various people. And you, you know, that happens in every superhero origin movie. Uh, and then it seems like the story's advancing a bit and now he's back to just, Oh, one more, one more thing. And you know, I won't steal it from your next yeah. guest. Like in the next minute we find out this fire is not quite all it seems, but also right. just even so I feel like this fire scene doesn't quite advance the plot the way you would think. Yeah. It's, it's tricky. Cause it's hard to set up the sort of like bait and switch of later in the week. If 
if you don't buy that this is just a you know random day-to-day type occurrence like the placement does seem weird at the beginning i mean i mm-hmm. i tend to just roll with it because movie you know i i don't i i don't think if i if we weren't breaking it down this meticulously that i would like notice but you're right that it is a weird transition like tone wise to sort of not just visually and story-wise structurally but also with the music itself go from this like happy-go-lucky wow romantic everything's great to oh no mayhem type of like beat in the span of yeah yeah a measure of music i don't know it's weird well well and i think i think i think elfman's just doing the best he can to to find a way to music transition i i think i think what happened was that these two because this is how it's in it is in the script like that it goes from the kissing to the fire like that's how it transitions in the script but i think when they actually put it together and elfman was like what how am i supposed what um i I think he's just doing the best he can with this like i guess i'll just hit a minor key at the end (laughs) i don't i'm not sure I do yeah. appreciate those sudden like <laughs> shifts. I remember uh, like one of my favorite individual scenes in movie history is the the launch sequence of Apollo thirteen, and in the middle of oh, that sure. scene, there's this moment like it's got and you know the score is half the reason I love it so much. Uh, and yeah. in the middle of the scene, there's this like little glitch they have where one of their five engines cuts out, and it's this kind of little. I'm not even a fan of that moment. It's this little manufactured tension in the middle of it. And I remember the score goes <laughs> in this like sweeping triumph of the human spirit just out of nowhere to dun 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 dun. Like, and kind of a similar <laughs> sentiment, I'm sure, on I forget who composed that. Uh, but yeah, just like, oh, okay, I guess we're being exciting all of a sudden. All right, fine. Yeah, I guess it's another the end movie scene, making right now. Right, and then at the end of that very same scene, yeah. they're like, oh no, everything's fine, we can keep going to the moon, and then right back to the triumph of the human spirit uh, score. <laughs> <laughs> it's lots of fun. Composing yeah, uh, uh, is hard. Let's go shopping. Yeah. <laughs> uh, real real fire, it looks yeah. like. Yeah, um, like comp- I mean, granted, it, it's, it's, it's bursting out of the windows in an unnatural fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like they've just got flamethrowers rigged at the top of each of the windows because the fire is coming out like exactly the same way in every <laughs> yeah. every window the little flames um, but but it's yeah a little, little you know it's yeah. it really yeah looks, no yeah. Well, and, it, and i mean it's a real it's a real fire it's real fire it's not yeah. like cg fire and yeah, this you is... look at this and you're like yeah like the thing they don't get right is the the smoke is what is always doesn't look right um, when they do the CGI like it doesn't billow out of the fire like it's supposed to right uh, right and it always it's always off putting and uh, this looks great yeah the, uh, yeah you almost this... wonder if they see like an early pass at the fire and kind of go oh what well, doesn't look good enough add more smoke and then they add more smoke and then add more smoke until it doesn't look realistic anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think what must happen in a lot of those other fire shots. I don't know. Well, this movie takes place during that uh, Star Wars prequel time period when uh, CGI had gotten good, but not so good that you couldn't immediately sniff it out. You know? Yeah. So yeah. You, you That's had a good to, way to know, phrase it. Right. You had to do like a real fire for an action set piece like this. So, um, so then we meet... Uh, this, uh, frantic mother (laughs) who can, okay. First of all, I don't know who this lady is. Maybe, maybe you looked her up, Zach. Did you look her up? Yes. Her name is Silva Caligian. How much work had she done before this? Not 
A whole lot. I mean, she's one of those like actor studio graduates who does a lot of off Broadway theater and then like guest spots on criminal like procedural shows a lot. But this was her first like okay. big movie thing. Yeah. Okay, because because it 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 really seemed like she was desperately trying to earn her SAG card. Uh, <laughs> there's a there there's a desperation in her performance that doesn't that isn't the right kind of desperation. Like it doesn't feel like a mother desperate to to you know get her baby that right. she is left in a burning building for yeah. some reason. Um, uh, so much as it's someone who, if, you know, if I, if I tile this up to 13, one, I'll be memorable and two, I'll get my sack card. <laughs> like well, what do you, how many movies do you have weird. to do for a sack card? Oh, just your, your first one. If they give you a line, oh, like oh, okay. if, if yeah. you say words on screen, yeah, that's all you need is one. Cause this is, is either her, uh, third or fourth film and then a couple of mm-hmm. tv series that I, this lady struck me as the definition of a working actress she's been in two regular law and orders one svu csi and mm-hmm. ncis like she punched all the the squares on the on the bingo card oh yeah she's mm-hmm. gonna get her her free shake next week at the old uh, <laughs> exactly working actor's place um yeah no and she's she's of the right type you know you need a a person worried about someone you, you've done it but yeah I, it does feel like the the pitch she's hitting i'm not calling her bad at what she's doing i'm just saying she's hitting a level that doesn't match the the content of the scene i guess um no we I want mean, a bit more choice I, from stranger things here and a bit less i am entirely <laughs> convinced that this was shot by second unit <laughs> and, <laughs> and 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 that's why that's why she's at a 13 when everyone else is at a you know nine well, yeah. something like that like she is just she is just so over the top it is it is nuts like i, was about- like, I would buy um, this after today's minute you know like if, if we see the explosion at the end of today's minute yeah. and you think her baby's dead then this is the level you hit yeah like yeah, She's just doing it a bit too early. Well, I was about <laughs> to pin this. You're right. This could be second unit. I was going to pin it on Sam Raimi because he gives her one sustained, continuous pull-in shot on her face, and she even gives mm. this little, like, kind of like whimper, you know, as she's just waiting. <laughs> oh yeah, the sh- the, the trembling lips. She's just like, sh- yeah, yeah. And may, you know, I mean, I'm sure that's what the storyboard said to do, but maybe not quite that long, and maybe it's a choice in editing as well that they could have picked a different shot off of. Because I, I feel for well, her. they're like, all right, we're gonna be on you for a good ten seconds, so just keep keep making that face, keep being a worried mom as long as you can. Yeah, we've been we've been uh, talking about the editors a lot um, <laughs> and how not great they are and. <laughs> You know, like I, I hate to to bring it up again, but there's another terrible edit in this because that repeated line is that what we're going to talk about? Yep, yep, the, yep. Not, not repeated line, repeated lines. Oh, I missed yeah. it. Uh, what do they say? <laughs> oh yeah, she literally she comes up to the fi- to the fireman and says like you know my baby's in there we have to, I have to get my baby and he's like you can't go in there you can't go in there the roof is gonna collapse okay. and then it cuts to another shot and she goes I have to get in there my baby my baby you can't go in there you can't go in there the roof is gonna collapse like it's, it's literally the same exact. The exact line from yeah. two different I angles. I can't believe that's it past me. I think I'm just so used to those sorts of lines being said in these sorts of scenes. I didn't realize they were just straight up yeah. repeating themselves. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. It's like getting, I don't know. 
It's like if you were watching a sitcom or something and when they cut to the second camera, they went back in time a half second or something. It's very yep. jarring. I, yeah. I don't know. It is, it is not good. And <laughs> I, and honestly, I think it, I think it detracts from her performance. I think yeah. it makes her seem even more sort of, uh, uh, what's the word that I'm Unhinged, looking for? Maybe? Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Un- yeah. like unhinged or, um, uh, it's a word that that people use a lot to talk about uh, women, like emotional women, and it's like oh, don't call call them that. Yeah, hysteric. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. She <sighs> she comes off as so much more hysterical. Right. By having them just repeat the two things, twi- like just yeah. if you just play it the one time, then it's like oh yeah, she's a scared, worried mother. And like she all got right, the information but, across right. Yeah. Right. But like doing it twice, it makes it not, it makes it worse. It makes her performance worse. If I was her and I saw this movie and I was like, yeah, I'm like the star of a scene in Spider-Man. And then I go and see this and I would just be like, what did they do? Cool. Yeah. It reminds me of like uh, every soap opera cut ever, how they always push in on the faces for, you know, Three oh, or sure. four seconds <laughs> yeah. they need to. And I'm rewatching Star Trek with Next Generation, and it's striking to me how much they rely on that going into and out of commercial. Like, just like two mm-hmm. seconds longer than needed. And obviously, when you're filming on yeah. the day, you do that to have the cushion. Uh, and, you right. know, I, the, the few times I've acted, I've experienced that, you know, it feels awkward as an actor to, to do that. But, yeah, yeah staying, on the, you don't but, want the, yeah. the finished product. I remember I took an editing class and in the editing class, they were showing like he he was basically walking us through like how you, you can find the scene with the footage that you shot, like, like just different cheating tricks and things like that, um, where you can sort of like cheat a performance that isn't there and you can, you can create it in post Mm -hmm. and like showing how to do that. And one of the, the instances that they showed was like, okay, so here's the scene in the master shot. And it's like these two people and they're arguing and it, and it's just nonstop, like pitter patter, bop, 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 back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then there, and then, in the video they're like okay so then you see this bit where you're looking at them reacting to them yelling at them and you're looking at this person reacting to the other person yelling at them well if you take those and you splice those in without any sound suddenly the whole thing seems much more stern (laughs) and and the tone is taken down and that is not natural in their performance but if that's how you want the scene to play in the movie you you can just do that yeah and so here i think they've done the opposite and i think that in the edit room the the editors wanted her to be more hysterical and so they just repeated her performance to make her look seem like more just more crazed and hysterical Uh, and it it it's just not good it's bad (laughs) real bad and there's a certain Uh, sense of powerlessness to it because you bring it you know whenever you try to bring it on every take as an actor but you know you you're done once they wrap the day and then you just hope they pick the Mm -hmm. the the good take and then suddenly you're like maybe that was my best take (laughs) i don't i don't know yeah it's a very weird sensation of like giving yourself over to trusting hands, not just in the edit, but also to the director on the day in terms of like, 
well, I, I can't 100% know just from feeling if I'm hitting it. So I trust them to guide me to what's needed for the scene with adjustments. And then right. I hope that they use the best take later. And I, it's such a strange feeling to look back at it afterwards and be, I'm sure on the day on the set, this connected more uh, uh, appropriately uh, than the way it's sort of framed in the final edit, that the edit has kind of done the opposite of what you hope it would do. Mm-hmm, <laughs> Just mm-hmm. like really disappointing. Yeah. Uh, but... and, and when they do something like this, it's got to be just really jarring as an actor because, sure. you know, you're just like, that literally wasn't my performance. It's not like you took my performance and manipulated it into something else. Right. It's that you literally did something that wasn't there at all. <laughs> um, and that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, but, but, in, but within the movie, I, I need to know why this mother was not in this building with her infant child. Right. Um, why was this infant child left alone in her apartment? I don't, I don't understand. Like did whoever right. she left to watch her child, did they come out with her and be like, Oh, I went to wash my hands. And then there was a fire. There was like an alarm going off. So and then I just out. left your baby in there. Does the mom come out of the building or is she trying to run into the building? No, she's trying to run into the okay, building. Yeah, yeah, so we don't know who so, the baby so was in there with. with. I have a lot of questions. Yeah. Like, this is a suspicious fire. And, like, we find out in, <laughs> shortly that it is indeed a suspicious fire. But even within that, there's, like, yeah, how'd that baby get there? What kind yeah. of mess are they making that the building continuously explodes over and over? <laughs> <laughs> like at what, uh, all right just spoiler alert and you can talk about it when it happens but at what point did right. the goblin enter the building and like what was his yeah. well he i think did he i think this fire i think well, he yeah i have. think he started the fire yeah i think but, and just yeah. orchestrated maybe was he babysitting the baby <laughs> <laughs> that's it i left my baby in there with norman osborne <laughs> But it would, we could have solved this crime a lot quicker with more specific <laughs> questions to that mother. <laughs> but it, it was legal. I also, column, so I thought it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> I also have to point out that as the fire, I, as the fireman, I can't pinpoint. Uh, I couldn't tell you which, uh, which, which take of the fireman telling her that the roof is going to collapse it is mm-hmm. but in one of them uh behind them there's a kid that's coming out covered in like black smoke uh and just 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 gripping his guitar his acoustic guitar for dear life <laughs> Man, i didn't see that that was fantastic <laughs> i my love that thing not without uh, my yeah. guitar yeah i like the <laughs> not, not without old like Lucy firefighter with his <laughs> with his like soot mustache that he's got going i think the first few times i watched this movie i thought he had like a j jonah jameson-esque mustache in this scene but no it's just yeah. like soot around his his nose or whatever from his i guess the way the respirator mask fits or something like that but mm-hmm. there's just something so charming about it to me like oh yeah that hard-working firefighter with his soot mustache, soot mustache. he's really this, trying uh... <laughs> Uh, this woman, um, what's the what's the actress's name uh, who always plays like people's ex wives and stuff? Um, Judy Greer. Oh. Yep, yep, yeah. that yep. First try. <laughs> um, no, this this woman, uh, this this woman looks like a combination of Judy Greer and Anne Hayes. I was thinking, oh, you just totally. put them, right about yes. if you just merge them into a single human, it's this this hysterical <laughs> woman. And make her, a, yeah, yeah. 
That is yeah. absolutely spot on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, I just, it is absurd. Again, bad editing. Yeah. Uh, that they go, uh, you know, look, and then you just cut to B roll of Spider Man swinging nowhere near this building. <laughs> um, it's uh, like to the point where I almost wonder if this isn't footage that they end up reusing at the end. Maybe. Like right before the credits. Yeah, the animation, it's, the big uh, uh, swing up to the thing. Yeah. What do I mean? Yeah. Flag. Yeah. I don't know. It. He covers so much ground in that bit of footage that there's no way the woman could have like properly spotted him at the angle she was pointing. You know what I mean? Like she's pointing well, almost yeah. up above them and he's yeah, like, well, blocks and blocks and away. And in the shot, and in the shot when you see him swinging into the building where mm-hmm. he's coming from, if you look at the skyline, it doesn't remotely even closely <laughs> match. <laughs> Uh, all the buildings are smaller. Like it, it doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, it's wild. I remember reading in the uh, behind the scenes book how it was so hard to render like really detailed 3D environments for this movie that in the like web slinging shots, they only have 15 buildings ever that oh, wow. they use around Spider-Man. They just like each building looks different on each side. So they would stack them up differently. So they almost couldn't like match a existing skyline or something because they have like a tiny pen of of buildings to choose from but i like today they would 100 map exactly you know the position of every building that's there for each sequence that he has to swing in through and just yeah we live in a post perfectly replicate them post uh (laughs) grand theft auto san andreas world here where like the entire (laughs) exists you know yeah places you'll never be in your playstation right yeah (laughs) Uh, i don't know also you know and and speaking of early early CG, I mean, you know, look, I don't I don't want to give them I don't want to give them too much crap because mm-hmm. I know it's early, but I mean, this just feels I mean, this feels like an like it like a like you know amateur hour. Um, so <laughs> right. he swings into the building, and if you look closely as he swings into the window, he swings all the way inside, and then the glass shatters. <laughs> no. Just no, it's it's not good. Guys. Oh, <laughs> buddies. Yep, how, yep. How hard was that to like check? Oh. He has vision powers, apparently. Yes. Yeah, he phases right through. And then the force of yeah. that breaks the window, not the impact. Yeah. Itself. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's displacing so much air once he enters that the, the window has no choice but to shatter from like the influx. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, that makes sense. The yeah. science checks I, I'm out. Just, <laughs> I'm just playing the rest of it here. So it's at, let's see, 36 seconds is when he makes that final like swoop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. then, then comes the watching and I'm just watching this in real time. 42 seconds, 43. It's just like shot on the window, shot on the concerned people, shot on the other concerned people, <laughs> shot on the window, shot on the lady. Here's her hero shot. <laughs> 52, 53, yeah. 54. My God. It's, it's like, it's the same 20 seconds of nothing followed by my baby is dead. <laughs> so, yeah. Not the most compelling. So, I, I wonder. Yeah. yeah. I almost wonder if, they like if Sony just had some like crazy, insane, specific note of like this isn't a two hour movie and it needs to be a two hour movie because we because the movie is exactly, exactly two hours, Man. like exactly 120 minutes. And so I wonder if they were like, OK, 
this movie is coming in at 118. It needs to be at 120. Where can we like pull some stuff out? And they're like, well, we have a ton of coverage. I mean, not a ton of coverage, but I mean, you know, we could do stuff in the fire scene if you wanted to stretch this out for a couple of minutes. A bit. Yeah. 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 Okay. Let's draw that one out. Another. I also love this, this lady's jean jacket and how she like just markered all over it. She's got a money sign an American flag. (laughs) Like, Wait, the that mom? is uh, oh, not the mom. That lady, yeah, that's Kristen yeah. Marie Holly. Yes, the look up in the sky lady uh, has a great. Oh, she's yeah, on the line. way to go, Kristen. Yeah, well, she's got uh, an initial. She's got something that just says ALT. I don't know if that's she's saying she's alternative or yeah. she just really likes the alt button on her computer. <laughs> um, Maybe I'm not. <laughs> you know, I would have to assume too that that was provided by wardrobe for the day. That that wasn't like, oh, yeah. you know, a thing that she owned because there's so many different like things that could be symbols that would be recognizable that have just been like sanded down to a generic like star or flag pattern or a money symbol and nothing that's like you know Nike or an actual band that you like or anything. Yeah, no cure, remotely cure identifying. <laughs> I, yeah, I see like a, the the sigma. Maybe it's her sorority on her right uh, lapel. Just oh yeah, you know, maybe she was on her way back from like an event uh, a, that she was. There is a dollar. Oh sign. oh my god. Okay. All right. <laughs> we have to talk about right above the dollar sign. It literally says Jean Jacket. Oh god, that's amazing. <laughs> it says Jean J K T. Jean oh Jacket. Like you know, in case she forgot what oh. it was. <laughs> oh. Was there like some assistant in the wardrobe apart- department where they were like, there needs to be designs on this jacket. Here, this is your task for the next two hours. And they just like sat it up. <laughs> or, or like or, just angrily, she just writes, I like, guess it's a jean jacket. I'll put a jean jacket on. This is actress jean comes jacket. up with this whole personal backstory for her character and why she owns this jacket. <laughs> She's waiting there. Oh, wow. You know, at this angle, the uh, the firefighter, it's part, he kind of looks like... Jason Sudeikis is Coach Lasso with his little soot mustache. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That just makes me also, want to go watch Coach, La- Coach Lasso. At, yeah. If you really, if you really look at that soot ma- mustache, like I'm really worried about about this fireman's life expectancy <laughs> because <laughs> that. That soot is a mustache, but it's also all in and around his nostrils. Like this guy was oh. like, like huffing. Snorting. He was like huffing <laughs> smoke. Oh, uh, huff smoke and soot. Like uh, it's not man. ideal. That is not no. ideal at all. That's 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 not what you want. That's no. not the safe. That's not that's not you know hitting all the safety uh, notches. Or no, whatever. I don't know. Bravest. Yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that that fireman uh, played by Mr. Bill Calvert, uh, Bill who is, Calvert. you know, another one of those just working actors who's been around doing stuff, you know, but he was like on Quantum Leap and Little House on the Prairie and uh, oh, so there's a back. Fast Times TV show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so way back. Um, he uh, my favorite little tidbit is that he returns as a train passenger in Spider-Man 2. Oh, nice. So I don't know oh. if he's if the idea is that that Same loyal character. firefighter remembers Spidey and sees him on the train or if he's just playing an entirely different person. But I thought that was kind of charming. Does he have a soot mustache? I mean, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he won't be able to recognize him if he doesn't. Yeah. Right. Was he huffing smoke again? <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I, I don't I. Yeah, it's it's the same guy. I mean, yeah, come on, yeah. like come on. It, you know, it's the same actor in the same movie. Fran- it's the same guy. It's yeah. fine. 
Uh, I uh, and and like who's to say that the fireman doesn't you know take the train right. somewhere? Well, I mean, yeah, everybody does. Yeah. Everybody yeah, does. Right. Although, you know, what, what does he own a car? Come yeah. on. In New York City, New York City. Salary. Although I do like uh, <laughs> right. I mean, I love the phenomenon, and you know, Silva is uh, Exhibit A here on Law and Order, with just appearing on multiple episodes of a show as completely different uh, characters. You know. Right. <laughs> and what, what's the name of that character actor on Deadwood that played uh, both the the vagrant who shot Wild Bill and then came back as that oh. sexual deviant like creepazoid in that later episode? Damn it! All right. Oh, it's I don't know. Moment. I haven't. Here we go. Garrett Garrett Dillahunt. Garrett Dillahunt is oh, the name. Garrett of Dillahunt. Oh, Garrett Dillahunt. Oh my god, I love him. Yeah. So good. Oh. And like, he's an amazing. No better, like, yeah. That was my first and second exposure to him as an actor, where his two completely different roles on Deadwood, and they didn't especially, you know, disguise him like he's dressed completely differently. But <laughs> mm-hmm. it wasn't like I don't know. They never addressed the fact the the similarity or the possibility that it's the same guy. It's just like no, he's playing two different right. characters, and he rocked out he's so wildly. Well, even to, think to make a. Yeah. Well, to me, and to make a reference that that Zach can appreciate, uh-huh. um, the the actor who played uh, the uh, like the, the master's like right hand man in the Buffy pilot, yes, then went on and played the judge in season like the next season. Yeah, Luke, and it's I so it obviously the same guy. Yeah. It's it's absurd. Well, then they said one one of the reasons they cast him to play the judge is they're like, well, we already have his like. Uh, We've already molded his face and have it on hand. We can just start sculpting the uh, like the makeup for the new one immediately. <laughs> we don't have to come in and do a second thing, so just bring him on. They also did that with um, Tom Lank, who plays um, Andrew uh, in, in Right, in he Buffy. played a vampire. He played a vampire on, earlier right? on, and they're like, we like him. Let's yeah. let's use him again. He, he won't look the same. Uh, I will, On the record, at least, if you can have Garrett Dillahunt in your TV show more than once, you do it. You absolutely yes. should use that man as much as you can, because yeah. he's yeah. incredible. Um, yeah, he's great. And then, like the, the all-time like example of this is Paul Dano, and there will be blood when they like he's technically oh, yeah. playing a different character, but it's it's left a little ambiguous to where you're not a hundred percent sure what's going on, you know. And it kind of it keeps mm-hmm. you unsettled, never being completely sure if we're dealing with legitimately two characters who've never seen at the same time or some kind yeah. of schizophrenic situation or what. Well, to the degree that that he originally was only hired to play one of the brothers, and then they got rid of the other actor and and asked him to play both. Yeah, what an interesting wild by necessity, like oh god, yeah. Both of your examples are really heavy westerns, Kevin. Yeah, you know the point is it's the same firefighter, right? (laughs) (laughs) So that's that's my guy. That's my guy. Uh, good old Bill Calvert, <laughs> firefighter of a million faces. Bill Calvert is such a firefighter <laughs> name anyway. It is too. Yeah. But like, hey, Kevin, invent a firefighter character name. Hey, Bill Calvert. Yep. Done. Solid. Yeah. And then at the at the end of this, uh, at the end of this minute, when the building uh explodes, mm-hmm. uh, we get some uh, old school, you know, original series Star Trek directing, uh, where they just <laughs> They shake the camera to make it seem like the ground is shaking oh, yeah, and everyone yeah. reacts. 
Yeah. Well, let's uh, uh, let's use that stabilization thing that they do on the Star Trek videos. Make everyone look silly. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Just see I, how goofy it really is. Yeah, I always feel day. a little. I always feel a little bad for the actors whenever they do that because it's like they're like this was never meant to be seen like this. <laughs> That's yeah. the whole point. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But, um, I kind of feel the yeah. same way about like when uh, audition tapes for actors get out yeah. where it's like, uh, you know, come see like so-and-so's audition tape for Game of Thrones. I'm like, well, that wasn't that's not yeah. it would have been the final performance. They didn't, you know, right. know exactly what was going on. They were just taking their best swing they at had, it earlier days. You right. shouldn't see that. Right. They had just that. gotten the lines. Maybe the, yeah. that day they had gotten the lines. So, yeah. yeah. <sighs> Well, but I I can't wait to see Ansel Elgort's uh, aud- audition for Baby Driver because oh sure that those those that audition have you heard what they what they had them do no, uh, all no, the people who no. are auditioning for Baby so so uh, knowing what the movie was obviously when they came to to audition they didn't do any lines from the movie or anything uh-huh. uh, they just talked about the movie. And then he was like, so what's a song that you know every word from? Mm. And then they would name a song and then Edgar Wright would play it and then they would have to lip sync to it. That's Ooh. I almost exactly oh. guessed that just based on the opening scene. I, I, I yeah. literally thought to myself, they must have cast this by just seeing what he's like, just jamming behind the wheel, you know, and Kenny pulled yeah. that Because <laughs> that's like... Put him, in a, <laughs> put him in a car, put the music on the radio, and just point a camera at him and see how he jams. Because yeah. like the rest yeah. of his performance, in not a bad way, but it's so minimalist besides that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Right. What's that's what you got to see if they can pull off. Like, kind of to right. even get the audition in the first place, they assume you can pull off, you know, like standard dialogue scenes or whatever. But they want to know, can you can you do the weird, you know, idiosyncratic stuff for this movie? And yeah. that right. would be it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fun. All right. So, so somewhere, some, somewhere there's a, there's a, you know, there's some, there's a folder with digital files of like every young actor in Hollywood, uh, <laughs> lip syncing to music to be in Baby Driver. <laughs> Baby Driver. Well, that's probably fantastic. Yeah. Let's make a, a cut to out like, of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that's, I think that's all we got for this uh, particular mi- minute, but Kevin, do you, uh, do you have any, uh, overall thoughts on on this film in particular maybe seeing it for the first time or spider-man in general any anything like that sure this is my second time to see it ever i'm not yeah like i just saw it once in theaters and uh, i love the opportunity to see it again i'm still i'm i feel like it has a few too many flavors of the overwrought 90s superhero you know genre that gave us batman and robin and whatnot <laughs> that being said sure. if you're going to be overwrought then sam raimi is the guy you want doing it you know so oh, yeah. <laughs> some aspects of it i thought were just really ridiculous and i wasn't on board with but i love like the transition like the montage of him designing his costume and the montage of like I- imagining mary jane in the car and you know almost like a cutout thing <laughs> like, it, it was maybe the cheesiest of all and yet somehow i, I bought it so, like, yeah, it was a little bit too much for me in that regard, uh, at least in places. And my other thing is I don't quite buy Toby as a high school nerd, which is funny because he's just got high school nerd all over him. Yeah, it's, it's just age-wise. <laughs> I looked it up. He's, what, 27 when this movie came out? So, sure, yeah. <laughs> whereas, uh, what's his face in the, the new one uh, is, like, 21 or something. And so yeah. I, was, I was thinking, I was comparing the two performances. I was like, what is it? Oh, yeah, let me do the math here. He's very much a grown. Real youth. 
<laughs> yeah. And, you know, I watched Beverly Hills 90210 growing up, so I was kind of used to 20-somethings <laughs> playing teenagers. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so the, those are my two big criticisms of it. I still, though, I mean, it's, it's a fun movie to watch, and I, I really like the uh, the goofiness of it. I thought Kirsten Dunst did a fantastic yeah. job uh, in it. Mm-hmm. I never, I hadn't really thought of her performance individually, but she did uh, wonderfully at it. And, you know, he gave yeah. one Defoe any script, let alone this script, and he's just going to start chewing <laughs> on the edges of the paper the moment he gets it. Oh, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah it was good. it's, it's I, worth I, it to see them play. Yeah. Yeah. And I, uh, you know, I need to, I've only seen Spider-Man 2 once as well, but I freaking loved Spider-Man 2. Just every, oh, yeah. I, I thought that it, for some reason that, and also X-Men, like X-Men 1, I just not really buy, and X-Men 2, I thought, oh my God, they just brought it together, like click, click, click. Sure. And I felt the yeah, same way about sure. Spider-Man 2. I think they figured out their, their secret formula and, you know, found something that, that really worked. And then Spider-Man 3 oh, came out, which, you know, good luck covering that when it comes along, guys. <laughs> I, I, I expect we'll have very interesting conversations when we get to Spider-Man 3. <laughs> no, I think I think our episodes now tend to run long, on the longer side of the Movies by Minutes community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I think when we get to Spider-Man 3, we're going to have to have a long conversation <laughs> about <laughs> episode length and all kinds of things because... Okay. Uh, yeah, It'll that's gonna be yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be interesting. Well, it's it's yeah, gonna be it's interesting. A good problem to have because I started listening to Star Wars Minute with the prequels because mm-hmm. that's just the most entertaining damn thing ever. It's oh like, boy, yeah. It's <laughs> like uh, you know, I grew up on nine hundred two one zero and Mystery Science Theater three thousand. So oh, there you go. Totally <laughs> fair enough. Good stuff. Um, all right. Well, thanks. Thanks so much for joining us, Kevin. Oh, my yeah. pleasure. Absolutely, guys. Yeah, yeah. it's been a lot uh, of fun. We. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll be back uh, tomorrow uh, to talk about minute eighty four. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the meantime, if you're on Facebook, uh, go to our Facebook group, the Friendly Neighborhood Listener Group, uh, and uh, and and join up there. And if you want to go uh, check out our Patreon, you can do that at duelinggenre.com/support. And of course, check out all the other dueling genre podcast we we have a lot over there just go to (laughs) duelinggenre.com and go check all that stuff out um and we will be back tomorrow bye everybody Bye -bye. bye